Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast. We're here in the Clear Simple Used Truck Buying Studios, and we have a guest on the line. We are very excited to talk about one of our partners here uh, at Aero Truck Sales, uh, Wade Bontrager, CEO of National Truck Protection. Wade, it is so excited to be talking to you. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. It's great to be on with you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We've got a longstanding relationship with you guys. I want to, um, you know, we'll get into that, I'm sure, in, in some of the stuff that you guys provide here in a little bit. But before we get started there, I just want to know a little bit about your background here in the trucking industry, just, you know, you know how you got started and, and how you got to where you're at now. Sure. I, I've, I've taken a bit of a, a, a roundabout route to get to where I am today. But uh, my, my early career in trucking was uh, a job at UPS um, right out of school. Where I worked with them really in marketing and pricing and that sort of thing. Then I left trucking and went to the insurance industry and was in insurance for really longer than I like to admit the last several decades. <laughs> um, so when uh, you know, back in 2018, National Truck Protection um, bought Premium 2000 and the, the group that bought them asked me to come in and sort of put the two companies together. And um, so I sort of re-entered the, the trucking space, but obviously in, a, in an insurance-like kind of way. So it's, it's bringing both those two things together. Wonderful. So um, we like to ask this question to everybody we talk to because we love to get the different perspectives from a variety of people, you know, in this industry. And, you know, that's why we try to ask a variety of, you know, we're trying to get in different perspectives, as many different perspectives as we can, because we're trying to find out and we want to ask you, what do you think makes a successful truck driver? Oh, you know, great question. <laughs> a successful <laughs> truck driver clearly is one that's got to stay on the road first and foremost, you know, and, and obviously I'm looking at this from our, our angle as a, our perspective as a, as a warranty company. Um, you know, it's hard to be successful if you're not running. So, you know, successful drivers, they can range anywhere from somebody who's driving for a large, you know, privately owned fleet to an independent owner operator driving on their own. But the key for all of them to be successful, obviously to have loads, but to stay on the road. And that's oh. our goal to help them stay on the road. Well, and I, you know, I think, you know, your ability to get back on the road quickly too has to kind of play into that as well, I would say, right? Absolutely. You know, you, you had a podcast, this was several months back with Todd Amon from ATBS, mm -hmm. which I thought was a, a great podcast, by the way. And Thank you. you asked him what causes uh, truckers to fail. And his number one item, he said, was, was maintenance related to items. And he had great advice. You, know, you should be setting aside money to be able to take care of, of failures and breakdowns. And I think that was really sound advice. Clearly, we think there's we've got a uh, an even better way to do that. Right, you can set aside money to cover some things. Some of these claims are really, really big. It's hard to have enough money set aside, and you know we think going the warranty route is is a great way to make sure that if if you do have a failure with your vehicle and it happens, right? These things run a lot of miles. It break down. Look, people are getting warranties on a brand new truck. Imagine what they need to have on on a used truck. Right. So having a warranty there is is really the right way to have peace of mind. We can't stop your truck from breaking down, although we do help people with making sure their maintenance is done right and all that sort of thing. But when it breaks down, our goal is, you know, working with our network of, of uh, service repair facilities is to get you back on the road very, very quickly with as little money out of pocket as possible. Yeah, it's not if a truck breaks down, right? I mean, it's it's when these are you, you yes. know, especially in our space, it's used vehicles. These are used, these are used commercial vehicles and you know, they, they still have productive business value, but I mean, they're, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna break down. That's just, I mean, that's, that's the nature of the beast, right? That's right. That's right. You put something on the road for 125,000 miles a year, it's going to have issues. 
you know, it, that was one of the things I had to get used to coming from, I spent most of my, my uh, insurance career really on the car side. It was a General Motors and GMAC. And so very familiar with car insurance and car warranties. Um, the frequency of failure on trucks is, is clearly higher than it is on cars. But most people aren't driving their car 125,000 miles a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you hope not. Um, so, you know, we always ask this question too, and, and you kind of started to, to answer that a little bit, but your role in the truck driver story, how are you helping truck drivers out there find success? We, we try to make sure that they're up and running, right? And if you have a breakdown when they happen, um, you know, we've got really easy processes and a network of people to help you get fixed to get them back on the road. In fact, we did some, we did some interesting things and we typical warranty, it's a breakdown warranty, something fails, your warranty help hopefully covers what, what failed. We added a couple of features to our products a couple of years ago to when you're down to help you out. We have a, a, a product called rental, uh, rapid repair guarantee that if you're broken down and you're in the shop and um, it takes beyond a certain amount of time to get your, your repair done, we actually help you make part of your truck payment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're going to be down at some point. We're trying to make sure we minimize the impact of your business. We've also got a rental program where if you're down and you really can't afford to be down, we've got a network of partners that can get you into a rental truck and, and, and we reimburse the cost of, of uh, the daily charge for the rental. So, you know, we went beyond just taking care of your truck once it's broken down to how can we help you stay on the road? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Wade, we, you know, we've got a, a, a good relationship. You and you and Aaron are, are, we have a longstanding relationship um, and we work with a lot of owner operators looking to buy used vehicles, obviously. And, what kind of owner operators um, should be looking for aftermarket warranty? Do you think? I think anybody who's not flush with cash should be <laughs> warranty. Frankly, I mean, really, you know, I, you, you talk to really big fleets; they probably don't need to buy our warranty. Right? If you're if you're a large thousand truck fleet or five hundred truck fleet, and then you own those trucks, you probably have the financial wherewithal to to self insure or maintain those on your own. It's really the smaller guy, the single owner operator, five, 10, even 15, 20 and, and beyond trucks where, you know, if they have, you know, a $20,000 engine claim or $25,000 engine claim, and they get a couple of those in a few, you know, in, in six months, they're out of business, right? Because they're not, they don't have $25,000 to fork over and they're scrambling to get a loan or something like that to, to pay for that repair. That, that's the individual who absolutely ought to have a warranty. I would not be in that kind of business and not have a warranty. So let's talk specifically about first-time owner operators. Those guys, you know, what do you suggest? I mean, for them, I mean, their their first time out, kind of maybe on their own a little bit. What do you suggest for them when they're kind of assessing warranty and and what what they should be looking for? Sure, you know, there, there's a there's a wide range of warranties out there. Um, we look at things really sort of along three three parameters, if you will. First thing is that it, most people think of immediately is what what components are covered. So you want to make sure you're buying a warranty that covers as many components as possible, um, you know, from, from engine to after treatment to, to turbos and injectors and trans and rears, all of that. So understand what covered components are covered because, you know, some people buy just an engine only uh, warranty because they just really want catastrophic coverage. So know what you want. I think if you're a first time person, uh, you're the owner operator without a lot of cash, make sure you get full coverage, if you will. The second parameter really is the conditions that are applied to, to that uh, coverage. For instance, is there a deductible? Um, how, how does the warranty company handle pre-existing conditions? Um, progressive damage is a big issue. You know, part A fails and takes out part B. Make sure your warranty covers part A and B, not just part A. So those are the things you want to dig into. And then how long of, of a warranty do you need? Uh, the term seems pretty straightforward, but 
you know, if, if you have a pretty you know good business and good cash flow already, maybe you only would need to buy a year. If you're financing the truck, I'd suggest you buy the warranty to, to match the length of, of the of the loan. So those are the three parameters. What, what's getting covered? What are the conditions around it? And how long should you buy it? Um, you know, I'm a big believer in getting as much coverage as you can for as long as you can afford to get it. Um, we, you know, you, you said you had, you had some, in, you know, insurance background. What's the difference between insurance and warranty? There's not a lot of difference. Uh, you know, we are technically in most, most jurisdictions, we're not an insurance product. There are some places we are, parts of Canada, that sort of thing. We're actually writing on insurance paper, but so technically we're not insurance. Other than that, this thing walks and talks and quacks like an insurance doc. I mean, it, it is. Um, the big difference is, you know, most insurance is covering you in case you have an accident. We're covering you for mechanical breakdown. It's, but it, it, other than that, it, it looks a lot like insurance. Well, I, all warranties aren't necessarily created equal. All warranty providers aren't, you know, created equal and not trying to disparage maybe, you know, the rest of the industry, but also just, I'm curious from your perspective, you know, there's, there's homework to be done for any owner operator as they're, you know, assessing warranty. Um, and there's conversations that probably need to be had in, in a sales, you know, in a sales office with a, with a, with a truck provider, you know, what are the questions that you think an owner operator, owner operator should be asking, uh, you know, a salesman about warranty and, and making sure that they understand the coverage? Sure. Uh, first thing is making sure you understand the coverage, right? It, it's, too often we'll have a, a you know a customer call us they've got a they've got a problem with their truck and you know we look at their contract and, and it's a failure that's not covered by their warranties it's you know the horn or the you know the mud flaps or something like that they're not they're not warrantable items and like well they, they told me this was a bumper bumper warranty like it, it's not right? this is not a, a new truck OEM warranty um, so the big question you know make sure you look at the covered components and see what's covered and and make sure that's covering the things that generally fail. And that's what we've tried to accomplish with our products is, you know, building a suite of products that really cover those things that fail, doing it very transparently. So, you know, we want to make sure people know what's not covered as well. Uh, but our product's gotten pretty broad. So it covers, we've added things like comfort package that does cover things like the radio and the air conditioner and radiators, things that aren't normally covered by a warranty, but um, really understand what's covered and just as importantly, what's not covered. Um, how valuable is transparency, do you think, in, in specifically in the warranty industry, but also just in the used truck industry itself? Uh, it, to me, it's, it's one of the most important things that all of us should be striving toward. I told my guys when I got here, I took over the business about three and a half years ago, and our, our industry doesn't necessarily have the best reputation. Now, to be fair, people don't generally like insurance type products anyhow. I had a CEO that told me, Years and years ago, when I was a you know a brand new wet behind the ears insurance guy, he said, the CEO said you should find a different industry. And I go, oh really? He said, yeah. He said, listen, people never like you. They're either paying money and they never have a claim, so they felt like they paid money they didn't need to pay, or worse yet, they do have a claim, they have a real problem, and when you're talking to them, their life's not going very well. So they're never going to like you, regardless, right? So, so you know, being in the warranty business is very much like that, where um, it, it's not something that's warm and fuzzy. But I think we, we were sort of our own worst enemy in some ways as an industry as well. We had products that um, the coverage wasn't completely clear. You know, there, there's gray areas in the contract. There's vagaries in the contract. There were things, you know, left out of coverage just because they were high failure items. I don't like that stuff. So, you know, when I got here three and a half years ago, we, you know, we had a very clear goal to design products that cover the things that fail, be very clear to the customer, this is what's covered, this is what's not covered. 
And then also to really enhance our processes to, to make the claims process really seamless and really fast, get people back on the road. And that's, you know, so it's, it's transparency is number one. I told my team, my claims team when I first got here, I want you to imagine that your mama went out and bought a truck and she had a claim and she called you. If you can't explain to mama why she doesn't have coverage, we're paying for that claim. If, if the contract was that vague, that's on us, not her. Now, our job is to make sure we have good contracts. <laughs> but, you know, we want to get rid of the vagaries and, and the gray areas and be black and white and what's covered. Hmm. So, you know, this has been a, a crazy couple of years here uh, in, in the United States and around the world with, with the pandemic. And, you know, it's forced, you know, it's forced companies to adjust, adapt in a lot of different ways. Out at NTP, you know, what has, you know, what has changed for you guys as you kind of had to adapt to, you know, uh, a, a different era, uh, a different time right now amidst this pandemic? How has that affected you guys? You know, it's, it's not had a terrible impact on us. We, we have been in the office since June of, of last year. So, you know, obviously the world shut down in, in March. Everybody went home. You know, we, we were still doing business. We just had people working remotely. Um, and trucks stayed on the road, right? So trucks are on the road. We were still wide open and open for, for business. Um, we brought people back to the office in June, obviously with a lot of COVID protocols and, and social distancing and, and, and all that. But um, We've been running pretty normally since then. The, you know, the trucking business didn't really slow down very long. Mm -mm. You know, if anything, it took off even more. Yep. Um, you know, the back half of last year, we, we were really, really busy, both selling trucks and handling claims. It's interesting. You know, I think we saw for, for part of last year, sort of um, our customers sort of falling into two categories. One category was people that were on the road more than they'd ever been on the road, right? I mean, high demand hauling, you know, whatever, toilet paper, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and so those trucks were running more miles than ever. So we were seeing probably, you know, elevated claims from, from that group. There was another group that was sidelined and they were on the road, off the road. And a lot of them took the opportunity to actually go get the trucks fixed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were paying a lot of claims in too. So we had, you know, we, we probably had a surge in, in our claims cost for a while. That's, that normalized. That was fine. You know, but in general, you know, the, the amount of miles being driven, the amount of freight being hauled, you know, huge demand for people getting into used trucks, particularly since there's the supply chain issues with the new trucks, you know, used trucks are, are hotter items than ever. So right. business has been pretty good. It's kind of a credit to you guys that you were able to kind of treat it business as usual, because there are such high stakes right now within the trucking industry. And, you know, there is more freight and, you know, so being able to withstand you know, a lot of, you know, an influx in, in, in need and stuff. That's, that's, that's impressive in and of itself. Wait. Well, we were, we were, we were happy to be able to do it. It's, it you know, timing, not that it was ever good timing for a pandemic, but we had, um, since we merged the two companies, we spent a fair amount of money and time and effort to modernize our systems and our processes and products. So we were, we were poised to handle it. I think if it had happened, you know, 18 months before that, we'd have been in a lot of trouble, but um, forcing you know new systems and processes and stuff, we were able to, to move without missing a beat. No, Thankfully, that, hey, foresight, man, that's impressive. That's really impressive. You know, knowing to you know kind of modernize systems, and you know it, it showed up at the right time. That's it's pretty valuable, man. That's pretty valuable. Well, oh, wait, we I, <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Planning's not always luck, right? <laughs> You're right. Well, Wade, we really appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us on the show. No, it was great to be with you, Kent. Appreciate you having us.
All right. That's another, yeah, absolutely. That's another episode of the successful driver podcast. Thank you to Wade Bontrager, CEO of NTP for spending some time with us. Make sure to, uh, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast channel, wherever you found this show. We'd, uh, we'd love to keep in touch with you. We'll catch you later.